Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnothaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. T-Fury is the original pop culture t-shirt destination since 2008. You can snag their shirts for only 24 hours starting at midnight. Are you missing a shirt from the past and want to get it again? Maybe uh, a Knight Rider shirt with Kit the Car in it? Or maybe an old Dallas t-shirt? Head to the T-Fury Gallery where you could buy some old designs still in print and vote on others to come back from the dead. T-Fury shirts cover all your favorite topics and fandoms. And don't forget... The T-Fury After Hours Sale. If you miss the day's shirt by only a little, they keep the sale going into the wee hours of the morning just for you. Check out tfury.com. That's T-E-E-F-U-R-Y dot com slash Nerdist and see what today's shirt is all about. Hey, we just started a live show. It's in Appleton, Wisconsin. Uh, at 11.30 p.m. at the Skyline Comedy Club, and uh, it's just $5. So if you can make it, uh, you know, do what you can to hang out with us. It'd be fun. Uh, you know, get a private jet or maybe pool your resources and, you know, with 12 and a half other people and come out and, uh, and visit. Uh, you, we don't do these very often, so it'd be great to see you and to meet uh, some of the listeners. Uh, we may get spitoinkered afterwards. Who knows? Maybe we'll see the city lights of Yonderland. Check the Skyline Comedy Club uh, website for more details. Hope to see you on February 18th. Thanks. Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Welcome to Cashing In. I'm Cash Levy. I'm actually wandering around Abercrombie and Fitch, returning some gifts. It's a little late after the holiday season, but uh, you know what? I couldn't find any guests this week, so I thought I'd do a live remote and take you on some errands with me. And I thought that would be very entertaining listening, to just come with Cash Levy on some errands. And I'm returning some gifts. I don't really like Abercrombie & Fitch. It sounds like a law firm. But there's so much to choose from here. It's amazing. I mean, on the way out, I might even pick up some Long Jonathans or perhaps some Short Johns, whatever's on sale. And maybe some cummerbunds, the ultimate formal fanny pack. I'm not sure. But for now, I'm just wandering around the store, and I can't find anyone to help me to return these gifts. They act like they care about us here at Abercrombie and Fitch, but they don't. Your insincerity! I, uh, excuse me, sir. Excuse me. You know what? I'm going to have to put a tip in the, a dollar in the tip jar and see if this helps. Sir, excuse me. I'd like to return a gift. Sir? 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 Your insincerity! Sir, can you please turn around? And I said three slaps and a butt snap. And I, I went, and then I made that ass snap. Wait, TJ? Hold on a second, I got a customer. Hello? TJ? Cash? What are you doing working at Abercrombie and Fitch? Um, I'm returning some gifts. What are you doing here? Well, I'm working through the holiday season. It's, but it's already February. Is it? Yeah, I got to pick up a little cash. You know what? You know our big seasons are Christmas and Thanksgiving and President's Day. You, have you been here on President's Day? No. The goddamn place is a madhouse. 
Really? Two weeks ago, three people got stabbed, shanked with coat hangers. Are you serious? Yeah, we're going to stop using metal ones. Stab shank. Yep. Uh, a woman in her middle ages. Shankle stab. Uh, or she looked like she was from the middle ages. Took her shankle out and stabbed someone right in the ankle. Uh, sh- made shankle putty right out of that person. She, she had made a shankle, which is a shank specifically uh, to stab ankles, yeah. out of a coat hanger. Ooh. Someone accidentally gave someone an abortion. Are you serious? Not with a coat hanger. With they just staff? accidentally with thought, a staff? It was, thought it was their daughter. They, were, they had some problems at home, took her to the clinic, they went through the whole thing. The woman had won an abortion, but she accidentally gave it to the wrong person. Oh, man. That's that's pretty it's, serious. Uh, luckily, you know, Abercrombie & Fitch is uh, legal services as well. Oh, they as do that also. Okay, and so yeah. we were able to defend ourselves against that lawsuit in particular. But, yeah, I liked I, – I, you know, I, I made quite a bit of money off of uh, <clears throat> film <clears throat> and television. I, I have no <clears throat> idea. Voiceover work. <clears throat> but uh, – I just had no idea that you worked Well, I here. lost a lot of money and primarily in carnival games. Okay. Lost about two hundred twenty thousand dollars last year in carnival games. Just in carnival games. Which game in particular is it? The one? Oh with my the, god! Uh, why didn't you ask me which, which ones there were there? Because I lost money on all of them. Really? First of all, I think in that hoop shoot, those hoops are too small for those it balls. Seems like sometimes they because are. I couldn't get one goddamn one in. Yeah. And the wind. There must have been a wind situation because I would throw air ball after air ball exactly. And I'm saying, let the wind do its work. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Ring toss? Ring uh, toss? Ring toss. First of all, a ring, one of the few things that can't be a ladle. Because I, 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 I put a handle on it, and I couldn't get anything into the ring. Guess the fat man's weight? That was sort of a... That, I found out once the guy guesses your weight, every hour, I, on the hour, I would return, and he, he, he remembered every single time. <laughs> and day after day. And I tried to gain a little water weight, especially when it was that time of the month for me. And it just didn't work. I mean, he would, yeah. he could guess a pound or or less whenever. It, it was it's really a bust. Okay, okay. It was too bad. So you lost a lot of money, and so you yeah. came here to Abercrombie and Fitch uh, to uh, those fucking penny plates. Have you tried to throw the penny on the plate? Mm, it seems so easy. A soft touch. I have a soft touch when it comes to women. I'll touch them so softly. Sometimes they don't even know I'm touching them. Mm-hmm. I'll smell their hair ever so softly. They won't even know that I'm smelling it, you know? You know what I like I to do? I do it on the subways a lot, you know? And then when they turn, I go, ah, stop making me smell and touch you. you know? I always like to put a little pine tar on the pennies. Have you tried that? A little pine tar? I didn't even think yeah, about that. I always, God, have, I always have a little stick of pine tar. That. I always have a little stick of think, pine tar just in case. Think of the money and the time I could have saved. So many times Going pine to tar. and yeah. from the bank. Mm-hmm. Getting my own pennies because they give you a discount if you BYOP. <laughs> Joke's on me. Yeah, I know. Listen, buddy, I, I seems like you've worked here for... How long have you worked here? Well... So I see a no no no. It's just, it's just a seasonal hire. It's not like I've worked here before. I that's weird. Be I see a picture of I you. I thought it was a law firm. There's a picture of you. This is Employee of the Month. It's from 1994. I'm behind you. Oh, oh, oh yeah. The guys. I think the guys just uh, put that up as kind of a kind of a gag. Yeah, it was sort of a gag they did. It's not as if I worked here from 1990 to 1994 and then went on to leave on top when I had gotten Employee of the Year. You're wearing a Friends T-shirt. It seems like a Maybe you were actually. Oh yeah, no, that's a gag a gift that okay, they gave me when they gift. took the picture. They were like, "Here's your gag gift from the year 1994, a time when I watched a lot of Friends, obviously, yeah. and was an enthusiast, had a lunchbox, had all that stuff. A little weird that I had a lunchbox. I was in sort of junior high, entering high school, just five years after that. Oh, guess, there's another picture next to it. You're wearing a Fila sweatsuit. Yep. What year is that? Is that? That's 1993. 83? Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. 1983. Well, Two years buddy. after I was born. If you look at that. Listen, My buddy. parents, instead of a little onesie, they would always dress me up in matching velour <laughs> fila tracks. It's amazing you were working so quickly. Uh, my birth. my father Listen. always said to me, "That's why I have such a strong work ethic." He said, "The minute I came out of my mother's vagina, he said, let's t- where, where's your rent? Mm-hmm. You know, let's start yeah. making money here.' Yeah, no, I I've, I've always admired your work ethic. Six month, I was on a backhoe in a construction site in Highland Park, Colorado. <laughs> well, I, I don't know what I was doing, but they gave me enough space. They said we just need this torn down. I think he can do demolition. He has no idea how to use the machine. Yeah, they let me run amok. Well, listen, I, I'm, 
I'm glad you're working here today because I have this gift to return. This somebody gave me this. Uh, you know, we this is uh, actually maybe you shouldn't even look at this. Actually, the more I think about it, because I well, actually, uh, before you show me the item, I just want to tell you we kind of changed our uh, return policy. Oh. So originally we were doing sort of full cash refunds or at mm-hmm. least credit card refunds. Uh, then we were just doing uh, credit card refunds or, or store credit if you had paid in cash. Okay. And now what we're doing is we're doing no credit cards, no re- refunds on the credit cards, no cash refunds. Okay. No cash. And for a just while, pennies? We, we, no, we were just, listen, I'll pay you in pennies if you can find a fucking carnival around here because I'd like to leave in the middle of the day at lunch and do a little penny toss. Some people say I have a problem. I say I enjoy my lunches. <laughs> but um, we used, and then we started doing just store credit, you know, yeah. just for, you know, a store credit. We don't do store credit anymore. We do exchanges. Okay. Okay. Because for a while we were doing store credit and exchanges. You could exchange something on the spot or we'd give you store credit. You could come back later. Now we're only doing exchanges and uh, toss back and forths. Which is when you come in and you you just you, you throw the item towards me and whatever I can grab and throw back at you, that's what you get. Mm-hmm, mm. Doesn't matter if it's the wrong size, what gender yeah. it is. So we're doing that, and then in some cases we're doing exchanges, and that's where you literally have to exchange the item in five within five minutes of having returned it. Mm. So it's sort of Abercrombie and Fitch. It, it turn it into a bit of a carnival game esque. Well, it's more of a law itself. firm. We're leaning more towards, I mean, really, more read the fine the print. Have you seen the fine print beneath the Abercrombie & Fitch sign store? Well, I, say, I, I, I saw that they added Abercrombie & Fitch in trust. That's exactly right. But beneath it, there's some really, really fine print. I mean, it's so fine. Really fine? It's fine print, and it's actually written in the exact color of its background. Oh, so it'd be really tough to read. I don't even think anybody can, but it still so. counts as fine print. <laughs> Hey, you know what? While I'm here, well, do you want to? I was about to take my lunch. Do you want to? Do you want to just do a podcast with me while yeah, I'm here? Yeah, I mean, unless you know a carnival within about two hundred. You, you really should consider carnival, uh, carnival games anonymous. Wait, you know, these are people that there's a lot of no, people that I get really. It. Yeah, yeah. Go to CA. Go to carnival games anonymous. CGA. A lot of people have problems with that. A lot of people are addicted to carnival games, and you know, a lot of people talk about gambling addictions, but not the carnival. Uh, aspect well, and then what's the winner you know the only good thing about it is if you win in a carnival game you can't go right back and spend the stuffed teddy bears on more carnival in a casino you make more money you know you there's only a limit to how much i, I the real reason i quit or at least took a real break a real concentrated break mm-hmm. from the carnival games yeah. um is because i simply ran out of space and 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 at one point i mean i have a i pay about 150 dollars a month for just a storage space at a you store it and it's it's just carnival game winnings. Mm. You know, it's it's stuff snakes. Mm-hmm. It's the paddle mm-hmm. ball stuff. Yeah. It's the larger bears. And mm-hmm. I those are some of those are in my house because those are my prizes. Those are my special preciouses. Okay, and then you know, I but I've got thousands of the little small bears and the goddamn pop rocks and the it's I mean ring pops. You have I mean, so much. Half the crap they're giving you, I want to give it back and say, let me try again. I heard, and I don't know if this is just a rumor, but you are, you know, someone that people talk about. And I heard that you actually uh, raised a weather balloon filled with the different carnival games and gar- carnival, carnival winnings. Yeah, not the uh, games. Not the I, games I, try, I was going to do the games thing, but that was going to too heavy. To actually airlift, to the, actually entire airlift the entire carnival in a weather balloon. Yeah, yeah. No, I looked into it. It's about $3.4 million. Yeah. And I say, help, that's a down payment on a house. You Why not just do yeah. it that way? You have a weather balloon above your apartment. But I do with have one with, winnings. Car- with carnival winnings. Yeah. That's right. Okay. And so it's a dual purpose. You get to know about the weather and what, what kind of wind's coming. <laughs> And if you walk outside, you know it's really, and if a bear drops from the sky and hits you on your head in my front yard. Yeah, yeah. By the way, nobody likes wind, do they? Really? I, it was windy the other day, and I was like, no one's like, I, I love the wind. I think people Except do. for sailors. People don't love wind. No, no, no. But people, I think some people like a, they like a breeze. A breeze is one thing. Wind. People love It was so windy today, I loved it. Isn't Nobody that a weird likes thing? wind, do they? It's a weird thing. Because there aren't a lot of things like that. Like, you never go like. Windmill like makers. Thro- Windmill like makers love wind. I like to throw up a little bit. But I don't like to really full fledged yeah. vomit. There aren't a lot of things I like, like to that. Throw up like, in my mouth. I like but a breeze, not all the way onto yeah. the floor. I like yeah. the breeze, but I don't like a full. I don't on, like the full on wind. Yeah. I mean, what other things are like that? I like. 
I like to get half of an erection and not kind of still not, not be able to have full. sex, but almost sort of look like I'm getting ready. Yeah. But I don't like to have a full erection. Not the full, so, no, not the full yeah. erection. No, no, no. Not the full one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, li- I like it when somebody leaves me a tip, but I like it to be five to, five to 10% yeah. only. Once yeah. it gets 20 to 25%, it's yeah. annoying to me. My hat's blowing off. Yeah. That's my big problem with heavy, heavy wind is I wear a hat quite a bit and it'll just blow right off your head. It, well, that, that's one thing that a wind will do. It'll, it'll actually blow uh, your hair around yep. and your hat off your head. Have you ever lost a hat to the wind? Indeed, I have. And that was that too. was actually when I wrote this stellar idea down on a shred of piece of paper that then flew away also. Oh, no. But it, I And it was wind sucks. So that's basically the, the premise of this entire piece. And we'll do an entire wind episode at some other time. Uh, but right here, we're in the Abercrombie and Fitch uh, cliffhanger uh, right here. And we're going to... Uh, you so know, we're ending we're, the episode now. No, we're not going to end it. Straight to not your yet. cliffhanger. Not okay. yet. We, we, you know, look, we're, we're competing very, very diligently with the uh, Welcome to the Night Vale people. They've got a podcast. Yeah. And they're apparently they are more uh, uh, plot-based. And so we've added some really... I don't know if you... Uh, trying to add a lot of plot. We're trying to add a lot of plot mm. to our episodes now. I mean, the uh, a lot of people, the Chagong Trilogy... People were hanging on the edge of their seats yeah. to find out especially what was the happen. watermelon conclusion. Yeah, the, the, well, that was the middle. Yeah, the, the watermelon. Oh, yeah, middle. but that cliffhanger. I mean, I just about. Yeah, I couldn't wait to do the next episode. Yeah, yeah. I was up sleepless yeah. nights, restless nights. Some people tossing, and that's yeah, it. Some no people turning. listen just to the tossing, yeah, just tossing. tossing, no turning. Yeah, fine with the turn. You don't have room. Terrible with, with the tosses. You don't even have room to turn. You have there, so many stuffed animals I, next I, to you. Yeah, that's exactly it. I sleep in a single bed. If I have a woman with me, she's directly on top of me. She's not laying off to the side of me or either side. She has to be planked right atop of me, also yeah. planked. And we are flanked on either side yeah, by well, hundreds of stuffed animals, and it's all a single twin bed. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and I live in a fifty-four thousand square foot apartment. That's what's so frustrating. <laughs> it's, it's, it is, but I'm very not going to buy a new bed. I, narrow, I won though. that bed at a carnival. It's very narrow. It's like a why bowl. would I go buy another bed? I already won one at a carnival. <laughs> We're going to kick things off with a, a section we like to call the uh, triple, triple banger, banger lightning, lightning round. round. Oh. Triple banger lightning round. I'm trying to do mine a little higher. You know, I always go kind of triple banger. I got to get up higher. You know, I need to be more talking like from up here. This yeah. is this should be my voice mm-hmm. for the radio for yeah. podcasts. Yeah, let's try that. This will be less sort of gravelly. Centipedes. Uh huh. You ready? Centip- yeah. You ready? Hundreds of legs. That's where the scent comes from. Don't try throwing it at the penny plate, even though it is technically a scent. You're really you're ruining this they'll banger. Stick. But I will tell you, I've seen a carnival guy kill a couple. Go ahead. Centipedes, time to mix in some arms. <laughs> I like it. I mean, that's a, that's it's an overkill very true. Legs. Why not have even two arms? Or just why not two. start using some it, of those hundreds of legs as arms? Yeah. Why not I use some of them We've as all arms. used our legs as arms. We've all picked up a pen. Or a penny that's on the ground when we're in our bare feet and handed it to our other hand. Mm-hmm, That'd mm-hmm. be the same thing as reaching down and taking one hand to put it in the other. Mm-hmm. Use your feet as hands. That's my answer. Yeah, yeah. Use your feet as hands. I, I, I feel. How many we, legs do they have? I mean, well over a hundred. That's a carnival game. We have to guess the amount of legs on a centipede. Yeah, I played that for a little know. while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most people I don't lost know. that one. It's a lot of legs. I I actually went into that particular. If you're a leg game. guy. So I don't. You think it's interesting when men are like, are you a leg guy or a breast guy? Well, like you like you can't be both. It, actually, I like a girl it, that has both. Is that a question? You know, I actually would just. I, don't I just to, like I, them I, fully I, rounded yeah, in their limbs. I don't really need to make a choice. Here's my thing. I think I wonder. Oh, no, so you're a leg man. Yeah, I love centipedes. I, wa- I wonder. <laughs> That's amazing. You should write that down for your live comedy act. I my comedy style. I wonder are two centipedes talking to each skits. other? Yeah. Are two of these centipedes talking to each other? Going, hey, are you a leg guy or a butt guy? And he goes, hell, I'm a leg guy. There's a lot more going around in that area. <laughs> All these centipedes only got one butt. They got a hundred legs to choose from. Yeah, I'll legs. tell you this: if you find a female centipede and you can't find one good leg on her, I'd move on to the next one. You know, this ZZ Top's uh, She's Got Legs, that was written initially about a, a centipede. Was it really? Yeah, that he had fallen in love I believe with. that, she's and I will begin legs. telling people that. Yep, they hit it. News New world, world legs. legs. 
New Triple World banger list. lightning round. Question, question two. two. Question two. Kiss Army or Salvation Army? Hmm. If I had to say one right off the bat, I'd say Kiss Army. Mm. I think they've done more for their struggling lower economic classes in the United States by giving them something to truly believe in. Now, a lot of people consider Kiss false idols, but I have prayed to them since I was six years old and entered the School of the Ethical Culture, which my family enrolled me in. In 1927, I think I was born. So that would have been 19... was right before I started working at Abercrombie & Fitch. So 1993 was when I really began my studies. As you know, I I'm over 78 years old, and I have been using biometric uh, injections for the last two and a half months, and those have been great for me. And I don't you know have what a they thigh are, master, too. Because biometrics are really just measurements. So to take injections of those is really, I don't know why it's helping. That's it's a good gift for a centipede. Yeah, it is. Thigh master. Well, you'd have to get 100 tiny ones. <laughs> and I'd wonder 100 would, tiny thigh masters. Would they use centipedes. them all at once? The or, perfect gift for a centipede. 100 I, tiny I thigh masters. as they walk, they can exercise. Because <laughs> they take about 50 legs and work on those thighs. And then they use the other 50 to crawl around. They can switch it up. So they actually, they can walk as they thigh masked. The perfect gift for a centipede. 100 tiny thigh masters. Listen, buddy. Um, the reason the I asked this Army, question. I've, I think they've, they've done so much for I asked America. This, I, I asked this question for a reason. You're gonna, I think you're going to enjoy this. I went to the uh, Salvation Army to drop off some of the baby stuff, which we no longer... You know, use, yeah, it's weird. It's, they get, they get old and you, for dead and well. And you don't, you don't need the stuff. So we went, and the Salvation Army was t- the guy. The Salvation Army was talking shit about Goodwill, and and it was he was he 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 was bitching about how the Goodwill parking lot, uh, you know, is much smaller. And he's like, they're really rude over there. Mm-hmm. He was talking shit. I had no idea there was this rivalry between the Salvation Army and Goodwill. So he really was talking down on Goodwill. He was talking shit. I wonder if you went to Goodwill if they have any ill will for the Salvation Army. That's, we should go we should, over there. We should go over there and we kind of bait him into it. Kind of go, so you know, uh, Salvation Army was saying some pretty questionable things. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't want to pit you guys against each other, but I did have to leave because of the things they said were so toxic. They were saying toxic things about you. I bet Goodwill would just turn a blind eye. They'd well, say, Goodwill oh, doesn't fine. have an army, and so they have to be more nervous to talk back. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the thing. A lot of shit was, a lot of yang was being but talked. But do they have, do they A lot have, of yang, much yang did they, was being talked <laughs> by the guy at the Salvation Army. I said, that is, is that much, much yang. Is that a thing, talking <laughs> yang? <laughs> For some reason, I say that sometimes. I don't know if that's <laughs> A legitimate <laughs> phrase. That's more like uh, flimsying up the numbers. Wait, was that flimsying up the numbers? Was that yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I do like to. I'll say instead of trash talking or He's talking a lot of yang. Yeah, he was talking a lot of yang. I went back into the car. I went back into the car, and April's like, "How'd it go? Did you drop off the stuff?" She's like, "Much yang was being spoken about the goodwill." And I don't know if goodwill. I don't know if goodwill talks. Much Yang had been talked. Mm, Much Yang has been talked. Oh, oh, oh no. (laughs) 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 That's just sometimes just from being in the car and talking like Yoda, you'll have an orgasm. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Anyway, I thought that was talking a lot of Yang. I didn't know there was a. But does the goodwill have the will to power that Nietzsche speaks of? Where they have the courage to look nihilism directly in the eyes so they can begin building the foundation of meaning in an existentialist school. Mm, that's And then in that way, can no army ever defeat them? Mm, yeah, that was going to be part two of this uh, this podcast. That was going to be mm. part of our cliffhanger. Well, let's answer it now. I'd say yes. Me too. Yeah. Okay, well, sorry about ruining that cliffhanger, guys. Triple you got banger to. lightning round. Question, question three, three. three, three. This is based on something I used to do in high school. Um I used to crack up my friends. You know, at the time, there were only uh, two California condors. And two uh, friends. Uh, left in, in California. They became very close to extinct. So if I'd go to a restaurant, I would often order the condor bites <laughs> with a side order of cheese. And that, that seemed to get a good laugh, and I would do that a lot. That was my gag. What were you, the usual restaurants that you would do this? Uh, you know, Denny's or. Did they you know, think just, that was funny? They, they never laugh, no. Only my friends. <laughs> it never worked. Which always must have been strange for them because some of them th- think that a condor is just a thing used in, in construction. Or if it was especially useful if someone asked, like, would you like the. I'd say, what kind of sandwiches do you have? Well, we have a chicken sandwich. Do you have a condor sandwich? That's good. Yeah, we, I, I enjoy a fresh condor. You know, I, I know this. I talk California about this condor on stage. Peruvian condor, not as much. 
They're doing okay. I, Not so much. You know, I have a t- much Yang has been spoken about the Peruvian conduct. <laughs> <laughs> Quit talking Yang in there. That's what I want to hear you as a father. But yelling at your kids. Cash, were you talking Yang to cha- to win? Hmm? Chance. But here's the thing. I was thinking about it last night. The Condor Bites would have been better if I'd had a funnier side order. So this is the triple banger. What would have been a better side order? Because maybe that's why the joke never worked. I'll have uh, the uh, Condor Bites with a side order of nougat. Because you always said cheese. Cheese. That, that was, it wasn't original. Nougat. Okay, here's your choices. I'll have a the Condor Bites with a side order of cake batter. No. Uh, I'll have Sorry. the Condor Bites with the cheesy panko crumbs. Panko. Can I have the condor, California condor, with the apple stems? Apple stems is pretty good. Yeah. Can I just have a plate of wishbones? Yeah, I think it's I think it's it's condors with a plate of wishbones. But why don't they be wishbones <laughs> of an animal that is also becoming extinct? <laughs> oh, so you were specific about that? I, I think condor should, wishbones. Can I have a condor chicken sandwich? Uh, sorry, condor sandwich with East African parrot bones. Just as a side, just a snack on. Fry them. I don't care. Serve them raw. I'm not hard to please. I think if you threw that in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not a. Look, I'm no gourmand, but I will have this bird of prey that is nearly extinct. Some people call me a foodie, but look, I'm not hard to please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I. What was it? East African what? uh, Parrot. I I, I don't think it's either. Might not even be a thing, but it sounds like it could be extinct. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tell you Maybe this. Maybe it never existed, which is even worse. This is a good time to sort of point out that okay. some of the money that I made doing Yogi Bear 3D, which was an immense amount of money. I mean, it's just most people couldn't even... Uh, it's like how they try and explain the size of whales. You know, mm-hmm. they'll say like, you know, the average whale is over 575 feet, which is the same as, as my friend Nick Vatter, I would say, you know, 172 foosball tables, you know, stacked back to back. Yeah. Which makes it more confusing, you know? Right. But I I don't know. I mean, there there aren't as many condors, and part of that is because, um, <clears throat> well, I, some of the money that I, I made from Yogi Bear 3D, I bought uh, about 150 California condors, and it is illegal to own a bird of prey in, in California or the United States. Uh, but I bought them off the illegal market. It's very expensive. You know, they cost about $15,000 a piece. Wow. And, um, ouch. Uh, well, I got, ouch. Uh, ouch. I got kind of a deal on them, though. They gave them to me for, uh, $14,000 a piece, but then the, the 150th one was, uh, 200 grand. I, so I don't know how you do the math. I did not know that. I did not know ouch. that. You do the math. Okay. Ed. Um, but, uh, I just watched The King of Late Night, the Johnny Carson uh, documentary. Have you seen that? It is worth it. Is it? God, it's a good one. That man had a, he had a very funny sense of humor. He did you inside think? of his brain. It was, yeah. it was less about that actually. It ended up mostly being about kind of how he dressed, uh, what sort of you know what food he was eating. Yeah. But um, I did. I bought, I bought 150 crumbs. I pinky crumbs. The cake batter thing is just too much. You don't you don't think that? I like apple stems. I thought that Me was too. A good I think one. that's a really good. Actually, one. my favorite has always been nougat. Really? Yeah. I, I, I've always loved to, for dessert. Um, just order know, a nougat? I'll just have a bucket of nougat. <laughs> a bucket is really weird. I just weird. think that's funny. To can, order I have a a small, of, can I have a potted plant's worth of just a, a pot that you would put a plant in? Fill that with nougat and bring it to me with a knife. Yeah. And that's, I don't even want a spoon or a fork. Can you warm up some nougat for me and bring it in a bucket? You can bring me a Milky Way, but I'm going to need uh, two knives, one to scrape off the chocolate <laughs> and the other to threaten you with because you don't have any nougat on its own, you bitch. You listen to me and you look at me. Can you extract the nougat from the Milky Way? Now, you would think the initial purchase With a nougat sucking device? <laughs> I'll just heat up a Milky Way and bring me a straw. Get it out myself. Uh, the, what the really expensive part of the condors ended up being actually, uh, you know, that you have to have a place to keep them. So I had to well, buy a 150 acre. Oh, I wish I, I wish you yeah. would have been around when I bought these condors. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I got a uh, I got a, a national preserve forest that I bought uh, in uh, Northern California near Big Bear, mm-hmm. and you have to buy a twenty four hour park ranger. You have to pay him, and then I had to pay a trainer about one hundred fifty dollars an hour to train the condors, 
And what I have them do is uh, when I raise both my arms into the air and I go, mm -hmm. condors, they all sort of descend and, and perch on me, every part of my body. So I kind of look like a condor man, like it's the okay. shape of a man, but yeah. it's all, it's condors as far as the eye can see. Wow. Do you have and an electric then, fence? Well, I train. You? Oh, yeah, of course, of course. But they can fly over that. You just train them. They know where the food is. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, because we. What I, do they eat? Well, they eat baby mice. And the mice have to be alive. So that's another thing is I'm bringing in about 200 to 300 baby mice a day. Mm. And I like to that's throw them up easy. in the air and have the condors catch them midair. In the air. But sometimes they'll fall to their death. And I hate to see a mouse die in vain, so I eat the entire mouse. Every, mm. Like a Native American would. Mm -hmm. Every single part of it. Then I'll make a necklace out of the bones, and I'll wear that to sort of show my superiority in the tribe. I, there's no one else in the tribe except the park ranger and the trainer, but I think they know who's boss. It's the one signing the checks and has the mouse necklace. It's really, It's just amazing. You know what I'm saying? I, it's amazing. If I'm time. signing the checks... And my necklace has got m mice bones all over it. I, I think I, I think you're answering to me. <laughs> anyway, I got a whole. I'll tell the story later. But basically, I train them to attack. When I say attack, they'll, they'll sort of go at anybody and rip and tear at them until attack they attack condors. Yeah. yeah. But then I'll tell you later. My uh, my houseboy, who I was almost engaged to, Dernard, um, she she and I were going to get married at the National Preserve, and it, it ended up. It's kind of a it's a bit of a tragic tale, but I'll, I'll tell it some other time. I know we want to keep going with the show. Okay. I'm sorry okay. about that. Let's let's you know what we'll do. Let's let's move along to uh, where were you? Uh, when you weren't that. wherever you are now, where were you? Where were you? I was in beautiful Salt Lake. I heard City. you were in Salt Lake, and you said that that somebody Salt Lake had you sign a. Uh, yes, we had some. There were a bunch of the twelve and a half there. They came almost all on Saturday, which was really really sweet of them. And it really means a lot to see three or four of the twelve and a half people. I mean, that's a podcast. big number. It's a big number. It's. Uh, I, uh, I'd say that's about a fourth of the amount of people. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's what I do when I do real heavy math. You kind of hear me go, uh, 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 that's my mind kind of processing and computing. I think it's funny when you meet someone in the 12 and a half who dragged a friend along that doesn't listen to the show. Did yes. you get that experience? I had one. Where they're, where one, they're looking at you like yes. you're insane because you're having this conversation about veal bongs or... Or uh, honey sticks, honey sticks, yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And the person standing next to him's like, I don't know what they're talking so about. One girl said, actually, she goes, he made me come because he listens to your podcast, but I've never listened to it and I've never seen anything that you've been in. Sorry. And I was kind of like, yeah. what a weird ending to that. Yeah, like, you could have said it like this. You know, you were great. It was fun to see the show. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen anything that you're in, and I've never listened to podcasts, but now maybe I'll give it a try. Even yeah. lie to me. You know, that Don't same person say, I met on the cruise. Said, yeah. sorry. That, that was the way she ended it. Like, yeah. sorry. Like, I was like, but please, won't you? Please listen to it. You haven't yeah. seen anything that I've done? Yeah. Well, how can you come here? Why are you here now talking about, to Yeah, me? how about I enjoyed your show? How about, how about that? Yeah, yeah. Or also, I don't give a shit if you enjoyed the show. All I care is that the person who is one of the 12 and a half had the whatever company you must be. You sound like a ton of fun because on the way home, I bet he's like, so how'd you enjoy the show? It's like, well, I didn't listen to it and I was in the bathroom a lot. Sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was incredible. I signed a ladle that they had had you sign months, maybe a year before when you would come through and you had, you had written and taken up the entire handle. <laughs> So the very thing that makes it a fucking ladle, you'd sign like cash to shy shy. And then I think you wrote like in parentheses falsetto. And then you did most of the, the lyrics to taking it to the tweets on the backside of the handle. So now I'm just left with what might as well be a goddamn bowl with or without a handle. So I had to sign the inside of the handle. Well, what does that do for me? Now, every time they pick it up to ladle something, they remember fondly you and your many cash phrases, and they just fill my name and autograph up with, like, you know, tomato bisque or nougat. cauliflower nougat soup. Hot nougat. Hot, just hot, melted nougat for fondue. Right? What are you putting in that nougat for, for the fondue? I like strawberry nougat. Cheesy panko crumbs. I like, I like apple stems and, and melted nugget. That's my common dessert at all the christenings that I throw in my house. Most of the parties I throw in my house are christenings and moils. Well, and I'm, not talking, I'm not talking about the actual the snipping. You're coming from a whole different place today. I throw like parties it. for like moils. <laughs> I throw parties for moils. And I do christenings. 
What type of activity were you doing before you I saw to, you? You used to do baptism. I was doing a baptism because I was trying to get back into it. Are there a it. lot of illicit drugs at Abercrombie and Fitch? Here? Yeah. We do, no, not a lot. I mean, everyone has to do coke all the time. And then uh, when you're in the back room, you have to take your shirt off and there's techno blasting. And that's how we kind of get people in the mood to come out and fold the clothes okay. and tell you where you can find I heard the man. I heard the, uh, uh, the manager, the, the head guy here has a parrot on his shoulder. Is that true? The head, the head of the yeah, yeah. he's only got one eye. So oh, interesting. I okay, wanted to give look, it that. We're getting way off track. We're talking about where you were. You were in Salt Lake City. Yeah, and I tried to sign this this ladle, mm-hmm. and but you would sign the whole goddamn handle from the beginning of the the bowl to the end of the hand, ladle, and then on the back of the handle, you would also sign something else. I don't believe that. So I, you did. You signed the whole handle. There was no room. The guy even handed it to me. I thought they were matching him. set. Maybe I thought there'd this be guy two. Named, this guy named Travis, who I then later gave some free merchandise to, and I signed it Travis because he had asked me to sign the thing that he bought Travis. Okay. I go, thanks, Travis. Thank you for being a fan. Thanks for being one of the 12 and a half. Those are for you, Travis. And he goes, I don't know where you got the name Travis, but my name isn't Travis. And then they all walked out. And I wanted to run after them and be like, give me everything I just gave you for free back. Give it to me. And you know why? Because I'm going to find a Travis who doesn't give a good goddamn what his name is. Because names are just arbitrary sounds that our parents assigned That's us. That's true. That's true. That's a TJ quotable. So right I, don't, there. I don't mean to get off, but I was in Salt Lake City, and it's, the twelve and a half are so great. There. It's more special to to meet someone after a show that's in the twelve and a half. It's very interesting. People had driven for so far. This one guy yeah. came, and he had a ladle, and he had had you sign it, but you signed the entire handle. Yeah, I don't want to get off track you. here. And then on the back, he saw, you also said some other stuff. I think you you may have written on the back. You can forget signing in this part of the ladle, <laughs> TJ. And then, and then I'm signing on the bowl. He's ladling. The, the last thing you see when you're out of nougat, you pour the last nougat out, is just me. So whoever gets the short end of the honey stick on the nougat and gets the least amount of nougat because they're out of it, the last thing they remember as just a little bit of nougat that they end up getting is just my name right there. Well, I, I, I pre-make those, uh, those ladles. I pre-make them and I pre-sign them before the show because I don't have time to be... Signing ladles all the time. So I, they're actually oh, already well, pre-made. Fair enough. I'm just saying leave a little room on the handle. Okay. I'll leave a little Otherwise, yeah. I might as well be signing a bowl. Okay. <laughs> I was in uh, uh, Des Moines, and uh, there was like a snowstorm. Did anyone bring a ladle? And, no, it was a corporate show. Because at my, my show in Salt Lake City, yeah. this guy brought a ladle. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Do people value life less in the uh, Midwest? I mean, people are... <laughs> is life less precious? Because people are flying... <laughs> people are flying around the roads in 4,000-pound vehicles on ice rink. Just basically just like... like uh, parag- I don't know what the word was. Skating into... Basically going into snow banks. People are flying off the road. No one cares. There's people like it's it's insanity. Why are people living there? What are people doing? Why would they live there and drive? What are they doing? Oh my good god! I had two corporates. One was in like Michigan, and one was in Des Moines, and I, it was terrifying to be driving these giant vehicles and these this. <laughs> and these 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 trucks, these eighteen wheelers, are coming by you and and throwing all this snow in your uh, on your windshield. You can't see for literally ten seconds you're as you're trying like, to figure out where the windshield wiper not is. Hold other people's lives is precious. They, just, like I, why? Are, what are we doing out here? That's what I wanted. I wanted to stop everyone and have like a roadblock and go. What are we doing out here? We're risking our lives. Whatever we're trying to get to, it's not worth it. Like this is the most ridiculous thing that we've got these giant vehicles with. with it's, when you try to break, you you just what's the word where you where you uh, you just jackknife, jackknife. No, you um, you fishtail. I mean, like we're people are just fishtailing all over the road. <laughs> what's the word? It was pandemonium. What are people doing? Why would they do that? Why do they live there? So you're saying do they? Why do they live there and why do they drive? <laughs> so you're saying their lives aren't like I don't think they value their own lives. <laughs> Because of the climate that they live in, huh? Or how they're living, they 
people should not be living in places that cold. Number one, <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's the main. And, point. But mainly, if they do, if they do choose to live in a place that cold, they should be uh, on sleds with dogs. That's a lot safer. <laughs> like the 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 driving. Like, let's get in a car right now. You know what? You know what's fun? Can you imagine it's really slippery outside. Drive in the Midwest. It's really slippery. Had five dogs that they had to yeah, take care they of. They should have packed sled. dogs. <laughs> it's really slippery right now. Let's get in a four thousand pound vehicle and and slide around towards each other. Like it's ridiculous. Why? What are they doing? Well, I think it was terrifying. <laughs> my hands were like I. My fingers were like I had a three hour drive and my. Like my hands hurt because I was clutching the steering wheel on such a level, like I'm gonna die. <laughs> like I was so scared. Well, I think yes, I think you're right. Oh, it's okay, that's right. <laughs> you're like yes. <laughs> my answer is yes. Well, the they, I mean, I don't know. Do they value it less because they also are eating the things that people are eating mm. in some of these towns that I'm yeah. going to in the Midwest. Doesn't even seem real now that you've lived in New York or Los Angeles for even a fair amount of time. Just double bacon, cheesy yeah. waffle. Like they're serving at drive-ins and places. They're serving waffles instead of bread on with, with syrup in yeah. the waffles on top of. There is a chicken burger no, where there's a, a chicken patty stacked condor, on top condor of burger? a burger. What the fuck are you doing? That you're like, I can't decide between a hamburger and a chicken. And a chicken sandwich, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put them together and have waffles on either side of them or something. It's insane. Cheese curds, they're just like, remember dairy? It's only existed since agriculture, and it makes almost everybody a little sick when you eat it. We fried it up into balls. Here you go. Get deep into it, you little weirdos. It's so bizarre. Corn dogs are a thing that you can buy most places. Corn dogs should only be available at fairs. Mm, yeah, yeah. I just don't think you should be able to eat One a of the hot better dog stick on a based stick. foods, though. I mean, we've talked about this, but it'll never beat a caramel apple. No, but it's still it's 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 above average. Have stick you ever based had an enti- Have you ever had an entire meal all, all stick based? No, so I'll do the chicken satay appetizer. That's all what I heard sticks. though when I was in Des Moines that the Des Moines State Fair or the state whatever that yeah. they have the most stick based foods in the country. They'll put a, if you can live long enough to get there through. Yeah. Because people were dying. Like, what are you doing in snowbanks? Just like cars just piled up. Like, what are we doing? Consider it might be a fear of yours. My question is, <laughs> it sounds like a real phobia, to be honest with you. I mean, I've never Phobia? Heard of... Come on. You see cars sliding all over but the I, place. I, you know, I'm from Denver. Yeah. And so, you know. But I, you know I, I went to school in Colorado and... Springs. Uh, I went to college. So I, I understand that doesn't get as cold. It doesn't You're get quite as. You're talking about Michigan. You're talking yeah, about. Yeah, Michigan mainly. The Michigan part was just ridiculous. And by the way, you're talking about food and how unhealthy. I There was no food late at night at this holiday. And I was saying uh, the only possibility was delivery. And I was able to order two nights in a row uh, three uh, meatballs. And they were brought to my door. Just the meatballs? Just three meatballs. They didn't come with the bread or a sandwich? I mean, I, I didn't request that. You just said, I'll have three meatballs, please. I just, I just, and two nights in a row, I ordered three meatballs, and the price was like three sixty five or something. Oh, that's and a buck bothered, a ball. And they, yeah. And they Hell, bothered, that's about a buck a ball. That's about twenty five a ball. At one thirty in the morning, here's what I'm saying. You can get meatballs brought to your face. At one thirty in the morning, because you a also, I know this about you. When you deliver food, you don't use your hands. Right, you just right ask into them to open face. it up, open and it up, and start eating face in it. while it's still in their hand. Right. How can anyone be unhappy when we like? Aren't we complaining about stupid things when meatballs are being brought to our face for three dollars? Life isn't that bad. It can be. I mean, you may be in an abusive relationship. Your children I mean, die. Isn't America in time great? Death, but the, we have everything we three need. Three meatballs. We have everything we need if people are just going to bring meatballs to your face. Maybe. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say no on that. No. <laughs> I'm yes to the holding life less preciously by living in the inclement weather. But I'm going to go no with the three meatball okay. theory. Okay. Here's the problem with the three meatball theory. Okay. Okay. It's great unless you don't like meatballs or you're a vegetarian. Mm, so then yeah. that entire population. Yeah, also, true. you're cutting out people... <clears throat> who need meatballs after their other options for food have been exhausted. So most people, when they're hungry, 
will eat before places close. I think you're really speaking to a very specific population. Are you talking about meatballs could come all day? That we live in a world where in the morning you can wake up, order three meatballs? I'm, I'm saying that that is pretty amazing at that hour to get meatballs so brought nighttime. straight to your yeah. face and not even have to do anything except dial a number. Next, is that affordable? We have a lot of... This is the land of milk and honey and meatballs. Let's That's te- all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> let's. Why don't we go ahead and test... This out. I'm going to, next time somebody comes to me and they've had a loss in their family or, you know, maybe a cousin of theirs died in a train fire, mm-hmm. uh, which I don't know what they were doing playing with matches in a train in the first place, especially an old abandoned one out back of the Montana ranch that they live. <laughs> but when I when they feel bad, I say, look, hey, listen, I'm sorry for your loss, but I, I want you to remember. And as they anticipate me saying, like, God works in mysterious ways, you know, that person they will always be in our memory, all that, I'll go... I'm sorry for your loss, but I want you to remember that you can get three meatballs delivered to your face at any time. And that's what makes America and life great. Yeah. And I I challenge you to agree with the idea that that would even bring any amount of solace. And I also challenge you to wonder if maybe that would sound like the most inappropriate pickup line to use at a funeral or some situation like that. Always remember, if you're feeling bad, you can get three meatballs right in your face. <laughs> Sounds kind of like I'm talking about my testicles and then referring to my penis as a meatball. Hey, listen, Which buddy. is kind of close to the truth. They're all spherical. I've had a woman going down on me for about an hour and a half, and I say, my dear, that's my left testicle. My ball looks the same. My, my penis looks the same as my balls. Find your way. Oh. Just just check all three, and I'll tell you when you found my penis. <laughs> Speaking, speaking of the penis, I know it's got marinara all over it, but you got to find your way to it. <laughs> speaking of the penis thing, we were talking about eternal life on the uh, the Qigong trilogy mm-hmm. versus uh, having uh, you know eternal life on a small penis versus having millions of dollars. Yes, and I think the small penis thing we never really explored that. Uh, and I, I just wanted to say one thing about it. I think the key, I don't know why anyone would be in I think the key if you have a tiny penis is to make sure your body is much smaller. So you make sure you shrink your body so that your penis looks larger well, we've than we've known about penis. this. What you want to do yeah. is wither your body as much as exactly. you can. Little to nothing. Then yeah. stand in a very hunched scoliosis position, yes. making yourself almost as small Scrunch as you can. Down. You want to shave any and all hair around your penis. Right. And shave your entire body if you can even. Mm-hmm. And then if it still looks really small, what I like to do is take a makeup class, a theater makeup class, and learn how to shadow around the penis with sort of an eyeshadow or a darker makeup. And you'll be able to sort of give it the illusion of being bigger. People do that with noses to kind of make yeah. the nose look longer. You put makeup on it? I do. My nose? Every day, yes. My <laughs> penis, I do not put makeup on. It's pretty big, but it does look like a meatball, and it's surrounded by two balls that look like meatballs. So what I do to make that appear bigger is I just put marinara sauce all over it. <laughs> and maybe I'll even put some au gratin potatoes on my thighs. Make, make a meal out of it. Can I say this, though? Yeah. I was in Omaha. Okay. And I realized that this is quickly going to become a trilogy. Um, <laughs> but I was in Omaha. And I, do, I do just want to say, I didn't understand. From the moment I touched down, I didn't understand really what was going on. And here's why. Because I, the first thing I did is I unpacked at my place. Everybody was really, really nice. That's always jarring. If you're from Los Angeles or New York, you come to a place where everybody's saying hello and can mm-hmm. I help you with anything. Right. Being friendly. Get upstairs, yeah. take everything out. Then I go to meet uh, Nick Vadra, my buddy mm-hmm. who's a, ge- a genius of a comedian and yeah. who was touring with me. And I go to um, – uh, it's, it's so bizarre. I went to a Tagai Friday's – for days. To guy for days. It was like a small, like local eatery or whatever. So then I go in and, you know, first thing they're like, welcome to TGI Fridays, which I'm like, what the hell? Who's pronouncing it like that? Right. And I was like, what's the TGI stand for? And they're like, thank God it's. And she seemed a little squeamish because we were in Mormon country. But I said, okay, I get it. Right. Sure. Yeah. The name of your place is really something someone would say. They'd be like Toby Keith having a bar called I Love This Bar. Some fucking yeah. insane shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine a world? Toby Keith's I Love This Bar. Anyway, <clears throat> so 
So I went and sat down. I and she said, "Can I get you anything to drink?" I'm sitting at the bar. I go, "I'll have a double scotch and soda." And she said, "You're not from Utah, are you?" And that imagine how confusing that is to a person who hasn't spent much time in Utah. No wait, but you were in. I thought you were in Nebraska, Salt Lake right? City, Salt Lake, Utah. But you said earlier, didn't you say? I said yeah. that. I said I had a children in a well in Nebraska. Oh, I okay. have a son who okay. lives in a well okay. in Nebraska. Yeah. But I was, I was talking about something else. Okay. So. So, I, you know, it's weird for someone to say, you're not from around here, are you? Yeah. And, you know, she said, we don't serve doubles here. Doubles is a bad word. Um, you can only order single. And then I, then it made sense. She didn't know. She knew. But before she told me that, it just sounded like she was some weird soothsayer where I was like, I'll have a double scotch. She said, you're not from Utah, are you? Here, put your forehead against my hand. You're from the future. I'm going to transfer all the knowledge and mine into yours, and I need you to use it to battle the upcoming revolution that the Sprint PCS smartphones are going to use to try and take down humanity. So I said, well, can I, what can I do? She said, you can have a single, and that, that's it. And I go, all right, well, I'll have a single scotch and soda, and then as soon as you bring it to me, I'm going to drink it, and I need you to bring me a second, second scotch one. and soda That's the way we'll do this double. And yeah. then she said, okay. And then she yeah. walked away, and I was like, imagine the hypocrisy and bizarre yeah. thing of that. Yeah. You can't have two drinks at once, but you can have them immediately one after another, right. as if you drank the first half of your drink, yeah. and then you drank the second half. Yeah. I just need to be more involved, I guess. <laughs> So then she brings me the single scotch and soda, and I'm just sipping it. I didn't drink it right away. I'm just kind of sipping it, waiting for Nick to show up. And I hear her kind of whispering, and I see her over whispering to one of her colleagues. Like, she's like, look, I haven't seen his stand-up. I've not seen any of his movies. And I'm not going to call him at a show. I'm so sorry. I'm going to go tell him sorry. No, she said, he's not from She kind of walked away, and I was like, "What's happening? Is she going to go get a gun from her car? Did I, did I, see it? Did I, I wish... say the dirtiest word that you can say in Utah? Can I tell you how I wish it? This story would end. What? Um, I wish it would end with the, somebody coming over in like a ten-gallon hat, going, "I'm the manager here. Your kind ain't welcome in these yeah, parts." Yeah, that's I do. I like. I've always wanted to get somebody to say that to me. Your kind ain't welcome in these parts. <laughs> You gotta, you know. Okay, so go on. I, Did that yeah. sort of you happen? Start doing that's the feeling things. you were getting. That's the feeling I was getting. No, then you she, didn't feel welcome. She walks over a little trepidatiously and she says, "And later, I gave her some tickets and she came to the show, which was really nice." So she was, she wasn't a bad person, but she came over and she said, "She said, um, look, I was going to let it go, but here in Utah, if you're drinking, you got to be eating." And what? I said, <laughs> I said what? She said. You can't just have a drink on the ticket. So if you want to, you can leave now. What? And because you didn't know. Or if you order another drink, you're going to have to order some food. And I just looked at her and I said, what the fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> Are you serious? Are you out of your mind? Like, I, I, you know, I softened a little bit, but I was like, right. what do you mean? What if you had defiantly said, I'd like uh, a burger with two patties? Is that well, legal here, here? Here's what I did. Here's what I did. Is that legal? You're, a double burger? See, you're so funny. You're, you're all the way ahead okay. of the whole oh, thing. Sorry. Okay. No, 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 it's right. You're right. It's a good story, though. And what I said was, I said, what do you mean? And she said, well, because we're a restaurant, you can't just drink and not eat. So you got to have some food in front of you, or otherwise we can get fined, mm -hmm. you know, or you can be ejected from the restaurant. And I said, forcibly ejected. What's the so? What's the quickest thing you can bring out to me that's like an appetizer? And she's like, crispy green beans are pretty quick. And I said, all right. So you're telling me. And in order to have two scotch and sodas, which in the rest of the world, if you're at a fucking airport and you're like, can I have a single scotch and soda? They're like, you want a double for 25 cents more? Or we can give you three for two and a half dollars. Hell, we'll give you a quadruple quintuple. That's nine drinks at once for only four dollars more. I mean, that's how hard they're pushing alcohol on you internationally at the places of contact. So I said, you got to be out of your mind. You're, and I, and I, I, she said, yeah, you got to do it. So I ordered crispy green beans that I didn't even eat just so it could be near me as I'm drinking these doubles, which right. are just being singles. They're just being Double sanctioned down. out into singles. Yeah. So I wanted to know, had any ever, anybody ever did this? So this is what I want to do is I want to go that back to Utah. That would have been a great time to order the apple stems. And I want to order stems. a single that just give me a, you know what? You got a bowl of apple, apple stems. stems. I'll take it and a, <laughs> add a handle to it and don't let Cash Levy sign it. 
so I said, I, w- I wonder if anyone's ever ordered just a small, just, can I have a single shot of tequila, please? The Tegay for days. Um, can I just have a single shot of tequila, please? And they go, yeah, but you know, this is Utah. So if you're drinking, you gotta be eating. I go, okay, well, let me see then. Uh, I will have 24 boneless chicken wings. I'll have uh, 30 bone-in chicken wings. Uh, four orders of crispy green beans. I'll have two tornado chocoritas, which are your uh, whipped chocolate margaritas. Can I have salt on the glass of uh, uh, two of those? Actually, so give me two more of those. I'll have a chicken sandwich. You guys have a chicken sandwich? You got it grilled? You got it fried? I'll take both. I'll take everything. You, in fact, chicken tenders. Give me everything you have that is chicken, and then anything with Jack Daniel's sauce on it. Am I allowed to order just a everything has Jack? Can I have twice as much Jack Daniel's sauce? No, just do a single of each of those. Can I just okay. drink the Jack Daniel's sauce <laughs> double? <laughs> okay, I'll just have one. Just this a single Jack Daniel's sauce. Then I'd like you to bring me a steak sandwich, but I'd like you to, if you could, substitute a piece of steak for each of the pieces of bread. So I guess what I'm asking you is to bring me three steaks stacked on top of each other, but I'm going to pretend as if the two steaks on the outside are bread, and the steak in the middle will be playing the part of the steak in the steak sandwich. (laughs) Then I'm going to eat it like a steak and not break eye contact with you, and the entire time, after each bite, go, "Mm, now that's a sandwich. And then I'm going to take another bite of the three steaks and say, now that's what I call a sandwich. And I'm going to keep eating all the food until I vomit. And I'm going to vomit in the bathroom for the first time. The second, I'm going to kind of vomit on myself and feel embarrassed and awkward. And then the last time I vomit, I'm going to puke all over the fucking TGI Friday's bar. Maybe a little it to her. Maybe some on the like the liquor bottles that they'll barely clean off, you know, before they serve somebody else. And then at the end of it, I'll go, oh, I'm too stuffed. I, I can't even I can't even have that tequila and then have them go. But that was the whole reason you ordered the food was because the tequila. And it goes, well, yep, I guess you shouldn't let me order doubles on all the food. Should you have? <laughs> and maybe vomit one more time into my hands and yeah. throw it up in the air and go, victory! Condors! <laughs> and have them all come down onto and me and go, can- attack! <laughs> they just kill and tear the flesh of the woman. Hey, listen, buddy. Um, you know, I, I think we have to set this up as a two-parter. Do you want to look in my bag and see what I'm returning? You know what? Maybe we should save that for the uh, for the next episode. Yeah, well, we've got, we a, look, we've got we, a couple of questions. Because I, I have to return this stuff to Abercrombie and Fetch. And you're, you know, well, let me, so we maybe we that. should, yeah. Do you want to make that the cliffhanger? I also want to talk about my engagement to Turnard on the next one. So I guess we've got okay. two things that you'll be able to look two forward things. to. You know, you guys, maskers? If, if, well, yeah, we could do a quick maskers. I mean, we're, we're pretty much against the hour here. Um, I wanted to do um, a three-part masker uh, on the next episode by uh, Maya Penguina. P-E-N-G-I-N-A. Oh, Maya's been using, she kept her maiden name, Penguin. She has three, she has three tiny funny penguin. ones. Uh, we've been talking a lot about food. Josh, Josh Nash writes, if you put croutons and meat in a salad, aren't you really eating a sandwich? Hmm. A bro- sort of a broken up sandwich? I, well, I think it depends how big the crouton is. I mean, if the croutons are big enough to hold in your hand... Yeah. Then those croutons are bread. <laughs> and then, yes, that is a Subway sandwich. Maya Pinguina. <laughs> if the croutons are full half pieces if they are of pieces loaf. Of bro- if they are part a of French a loaf, loaf of bread yeah. before it's been dried. Yeah. Yes. Yes, you are eating. You're eating a messy sandwich. If there's more ham and more bread than salad... Then they've just served you a lazy sandwich. Uh, uh, I'm going to do the Maya Penguina triple shot on the next episode. That's something for everybody to stick around. Did you see this one? I'll, I'll answer this one. Um, Nate Partenheimer uh, wrote... I, I did not see that. I, I okay. would have remembered that. I couldn't tell. Did uh, not T.J. Miller make a Super Bowl commercial appearing appearance running behind Mark Wahlberg? Uh, yes, I did. I was oh, really? running directly behind Mark Wahlberg. You could barely see me, but it's hit me. And what you don't see in the... He was the one with the condor on his shoulder. Yes. What you don't see is he's moving so quickly 
and I'm just panting, and that's not me. They didn't say, all right, you run behind him. They said, you run directly next to Mark Wahlberg, and then that'll be your moment in the trailer. And I couldn't keep – I was wheezing. I had to stop for a fucking clove cigarette in the middle of the run. He, he And he's just <laughs> – you know, he's just the lone survivor. That's yeah, just always really who he, he is. is. Lone survivor. And there's a great, there's a great, uh, there's a great picture that I want to give a shout out to Stacy Clegg. Uh, says ladling my pregnant belly. Uh, hashtag glorified STD. Hashtag maskers. See, seeing all three of us and the three Radley at three Radley, uh, the three Radley who's, I believe, her husband. And it is literally a picture of me holding a ladle up to her pregnant belly. I don't know if you've seen that. Oh, my gosh. Look at and that. And that is the ladle. You're ladling the child out of her. I'm ladling the life into the world. That's amazing. That's what we call that. I think nurses and doctors should use ladles more often. If, We're going to do a ladle, ladle birth. Big enough. We're doing a ladle birth. If it was big enough for a baby, that would be amazing. <laughs> and then also if your baby's they're like, oh, my gosh, your baby's almost eight pounds. We're going to need a bigger ladle. Somebody bring me the big baby ladle. Put down those tongues. I want a ladle birth. <laughs> I need a bigger ladle. I need a bigger ladle. I, I want a birth. We're going to need a bigger ladle. There's two of them. There's twins. <laughs> bring me a second baby ladle. That's what they, that's the, Not this one. It's signed. That's it's, what they it's used signed. To the whole me. thing is signed. It gets, it's, we're going to get placenta all over it. I want to just say. Get me a ladle. I, I want, I, my and nickname, double it. Oh, I, we can't do two? I want my nickname with the ladies to do. Yeah, this is, this is Utah. Single ladle births only. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna. This is a cliffhanger. Uh, I'm gonna show you my gift, and we're gonna do these. And I'm gonna uh, tell you about my, my near engagement to Dernard. Okay. Nougat. Now leaving nerdist.com. 